I have come to lead you to the other shore, into eternal darkness, into fire, and into ice. Welcome to St. Paxton, a narrative real play podcast created by friends to explore humanity and endure horror. A world where you can try anything. Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I am your Game Master, and in some ways your Undertaker, Veronica. I'm Stacy, and I play Bellamy. My name is Fred, and I play Edward Worthington III. I'm Steph, and I play Clara Carter. I'm Mike, and I'm playing someone new. I'm Ben, and I'm playing Max Anderson. Todd, you decide that it's done, that this is the best decision. And as you walk into this tunnel to the abyss, you look out and it looks as though there is this veil, this black veil between you and your friend Clara, someone that you've helped tremendously over the past few years to take on the corrupt police, to try to make St. Paxton a better place through a person that has had one leadership class and can make a difference. And you see that she can see you and you don't know what you're doing or saying, but you lift up a hand and there is this golden light in front of you as though you're saying goodbye. And then you turn around and you see a familiar face. Hello, Todd. I know it's really weird (laughs) to see me in this form, but you should know that I know what you did, and I think it was the best possible outcome for the terrible circumstance that you've been in. I know that it doesn't make any difference and that you have very different memories, but Todd... You are the son of Clem, and I will keep you here forever. You will always be safe with me. And Clem takes you around the shoulders and gives you this really warm embrace. Clem leads you into this place that looks like it's by a a pool but the pool doesn't look like a manufactured square thing it looks like it's a very natural yet artificial pond 
and she invites you to go into the pool with her. And there is a single lily pad with a big pink flower on it. And under the lily pad, you can feel all of these sharp spines because it's huge. And Clem takes her hand and she scoops up that little flower and she places it in your hand. You can give Watley what you know or you can keep it here. That's your choice. But this will be where you stay. It is small, but it is safe. Well, whoa. what I know, it can, it can help him, and it can help them. So I'll, I'll definitely share that. You touch this flower, and it just burns in this flame in the middle of a pond. Clem walks away, and you'll see her walk back through the tunnel, a tunnel that you just instinctively know that you can't go back down. And you watch as she falls to the ground and walks back out as the small canine that you've seen her most as. Edward. You see Watley and he just stops thrashing. And you watch as Clem walks over to Watley and just rests her chin against the top of his head. Am I aware of what Clara saw with the gold image or was that just for her to see? Clara, did you say anything about that? I would have said something if I thought it was Todd that I saw. So as Clem puts her chin down on the top of Watley's resting head, Clara looks up and looks at you and says, He's gone. Where he's gone? He he was there. I saw him, but he's gone. I walk up to Clara, tears welling in my eyes. What? What do you mean he's gone? What? He's on the ground. He's in Watley's body. We got to get him out of there. He's not there anymore, Edward. He's. I saw it in his eyes. I saw it, Todd. I saw him. He retreated and we're getting back I don't we can't lose him I 
drop down next to Watley's body and I don't know at this point what I'm doing. I just place my hand on Watley and I try to see if I can sense Todd, feel Todd, you know, see if what Clara is saying is not true. Todd. I know you're in there, man. Just fucking fight. Don't let fucking Watley win. Edward, it's... He's gone. Not not because of a struggle. What happened? I... We... We... We thought. We thought about it for a long time. I don't know, time runs differently in your head. But... Todd was concerned that if he were to move to someone else, this power, this thing that this cult was after would stay alive and and it would cause more destruction, more bloodshed, and it would hurt all of you even more. So rather than that, he decided to leave. No. Dissipate. No. Edward stands up. Mm. He starts to ram the back of his fist against his head. He's still holding a gun in one of his hands. No. Uh, I'm going to release Watley and get up and go to Edward. Edward? Can we can we put down the gun, please? He we fucking have- did this. I I know. I know. I I look at Watley on the ground. Todd would not have left us. We have dealt with this before and we have done it together. There is no reason for him to have gone. But what we are not going to do is further hurt people. We can hold him accountable but we will do so when we are calm. We do not want to do anything that is going to further hurt us. And and I mean us. You, me, Clara, Max, Todd. The doors fly open to the cellar and you hear a loud voice. Old man! Whoa, hey, who, hey, me? Whoa, hey, what are you talking about? Whoa, hey. This young-looking guy walks out, and his muscles are just, like, throbbing. You can see the veins coming out and, like, popping out of his neck, his biceps, and he starts rubbing his, like, really glassy palms together. What did you do? Hey, what did I do? What? 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 What, what happened? What's? What's wrong? Where is the supernova? <laughs> I stand up and dust myself off. Yeah, 
kid, you're going to have some trouble with that because your god stepped out on you. Very quickly, you see this young kid run as fast as he can towards Watley. Um, You are immediately, unless someone else intervenes, immediately thrown back into the grass as this kid just starts wailing on you. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing anything. I don't want Edward to pull the trigger or get violent, but I'll let Watley take a beating from a teenager. Uh is Watley seems pretty vulnerable on the ground while this kid's wailing on him. Um well, we'll decide that in a second. Yeah, I mean, I if you don't interfere with the kid getting there, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Um, I think I would be too distraught from what just happened to react beforehand. Okay. But once the kid's attacking him, I would react. Yeah, I would let him go by. I'm not sure if he still has fire in his hands. because He has not said one way or the other, and... I don't want to. Watley, roll a D100 for me. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yikes. 84. This kid with his extreme success in fighting, brawling, runs over, jumps, and his hand is like fire on your face as he punches you head first from a standing position into the ground. And then he turns around and he starts kicking you in your thighs and your hips as he's just getting closer and closer. And he begins wailing on your, what you remember to be your tentacle covered abdomen. But as you begin to push, because instinctively, You would have just pushed and your tentacles would have come out, wrapped around him and taken him out. But as you go to make that just muscle memory movement, nothing happens and you just feel pain over and over as this kid punches and kicks you. Yeah, as the kid is punching and kicking him, this is when I would run up behind the kid and try to grab him from behind to like pull him back. Like, like lift him up off the ground. Say like, whoa, hey, hey, hey now. Come on, come on. Roll strength. What if I roll the dexterity because I'm putting him in a full Nelson? (laughs) You could try that. I rolled uh, a two, so that would be an extreme success. Okay. You have him completely immobilized and you all see that this group of hooded figures has kind of come out of the bushes and shadows and the kid the kid says to his friends almost in a calm spoken tone Remember that I cannot die. I am the Red Giant. And Max, you feel an insane heat coming off of this kid's body. 
as he just turns into this huge ball of flame. You may now roll dexterity to move out of the way. Sounds like a good idea. Thank you. 20 hard success. Okay. You take four points of damage. You all watch as Max is almost like blown away in this explosion as this kid turns into this fiery ball. And Watley, you see that the sacrifice that was made was for nothing. Is the boy still within the fire or is he just fire now? A few moments pass and you see that this boy walks out of the fire and he puts his hand out and the fire is absorbed back into his hand. I walk up, pull out my gun and I immediately shoot him several times in the head. Roll dexterity. R.I.P. Todd owned to death. <laughs> uh, 35 for 85 dexterity, uh, so under 42. Okay. Hard success. And roll firearms handgun. So that's uh, 28 out of 40, but... A 20 would be a hard success. So I'll, I have 17 luck points left. I'm going to use eight of those luck points to make it a hard success on handguns. Okay. Always possess the teen. Bellamy, Clara, Watley. Roll sanity as you watch this pillar of the community, a respected doctor and surgeon, a person sworn to do no harm, walk up to a young boy and execute him. I rolled a 13 out of 95. Oh my god, I rolled a 14 out of 65. Watley, what did you roll? I'm not sure what Watley's sanity is at, but I'm sure that a 94 is probably over it. So Watley is shocked that this person who was just moments ago yelling at him and was pointing the gun at him is now his defender and his protector. If Edward is going to protect him like that, 
well, then Watley is going to protect Edward as well. Watley, in what many would consider a very foolish attempt to hide the scene of a crime, walks over the body of what looks like just now a dead teen. There's no fire. There's nothing. Max is slightly injured. And you have at least 30 witnesses around you. And you watch as Watley takes off this long overcoat and he turns to Edward and says, Thank you, friend. You've protected me, so I will protect you. And you watch as Watley takes off all of his top clothes. He does leave his pants on. And you watch as his ribs begin to crack. And he turns into this horrific tentacled monster. And he shoots out these barbed tentacles and puts out the eyes and faces of some 30 teens in a matter of about 15 seconds. In what will become the massacre of Miller and Forth. Watley protects you from all witnesses. And then he sucks these tentacles back inside of himself, puts on his shirt, and looks at Edward. He casts a spell. Edward, roll constitution. Uh, 30 out of 95. Watley turns around and he starts chanting these words, this unspeakable spell. And Edward, you see what Bellamy has been talking about this whole time. He is a good guy. And God damn it, he is beautiful too. Between you exists this magnetic force two protectors. You will not turn your back on each other. You have never had a stronger ally. Now y'all gotta get the fuck off of Miller and Forth. <laughs> Places littered with bodies. <laughs> oh, this um, takes me back. I mean, what? Hmm? Oh no. What? The fuck just happened? We We gotta go. We gotta get out of here right now. Clem is barking and running down the street. Towards. 
just towards the intersection. I follow okay. Clem. I just follow Clem. I don't know what else to do, so. I grab Edward's shoulder and I point him towards Clem. And with my arm wrapped around him, I get up and start moving. I follow his lead. You all need to choose where you're going to go. Clem gets you to the intersection, but someone is going to find this. I think I'm just going to get to the intersection and then turn in circles until everybody else gets there. Clara's, Clara's place, I, and I look at Max. I mean, we've been out of there so much, in and out of there so much. Uh, 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 Rosie, uh, are they, I mean, we told people we were, well, no, we didn't tell your bar people we were going there. We just said we were going out. The only people we told that we were going specifically there was uh, uh, Mind Mom and Mind Kid. So, and they seem to be explicitly on our side. So they don't, they're not going to care about that. So. (sighs) We could go back to your bar. Is that okay? After this, do you want that kind of heat near I, your bar? I mean, yeah, we can hide out there. It's it's nothing new for Starfire. I'm just yeah. Let, let's go. Let's let's go there, and then we can regroup and figure out what, what we're doing. Yeah, unless y'all have another place that that you think you can hide out, this seems like the best option. So we should head back there. See if we can get those cameras to work. Maybe we could find another place to go, so that way we're not bringing so much heat down on the star, down on Starfire, and then we could go somewhere else. We got to keep moving. That's a lot. That's a lot. Just what happened. We got to get out of here. As you all make your way back to the Starfire, each of you may roll luck to refresh your luck points. To do this, you need to roll a die one hundred. If you roll over your current score, then you get two die 10 worth of luck. If you roll under it, you get one die 10. Stacy and Fred, you may perform this twice. Okay, my first one was once. My first one is twice. And my second one is twice. I'm not gonna need that. Both times are twice for me. Great. I rolled a 90, so I got over. So I get to do two die 10. And I rolled one on both. One die 10. A one? Oh, you don't get to roll. You don't get to roll twice. You get to roll luck once because you guys rolled in the last gameplay. Right. I rolled luck once, but I got over. So I get two two d10. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And I rolled a one on both. So I get two points. Oh, oh. I see what you're doing. Okay, I got you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do not do well. <laughs> I rolled under, so I just got one D ten and it was yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Watley, you are at full luck, so you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> uh both my rolls were a success, the total uh coming out to thirteen points adding so i'm at 20 now (laughs) (laughs) okay i won't complain about my two points (laughs) (laughs) that's uh damn damn loosey goosey with my luck points (laughs) yeah Yeah. you just go you just hey man you use them that's good that's what they're there for yeah Yeah. do you have any (laughs) talents that allow you to gain more luck 
I don't know. I haven't checked my character sheet in months. I, I have. So I'm at like 93 luck points. I'm I like Stacy over here. I'm like, I got potions. I got health potions I never use. Hell yeah. <laughs> I have alert, photographic memory, quick healer, smooth talker. Okay. Jimmy lets you past the secret entrance and you are now at the Starfire. Watley, it occurs to you that you have betrayed your secrets and you may have really messed things up because you're not sure if you can trust the people that you're with. Um, You don't know if they're going to hold this against you, if they're going to try and kill you in the night. Um, There's a lot that comes with revealing oneself like this and you have clearly made a terrible decision, not to mention murdering 30 young people. Oh, Watley, um, I just want you to know that I didn't do that for you. I saw the power that that kid had, and I just couldn't risk him possibly hurting anybody else. But I appreciate what you did for me. Um, I wasn't thinking and I put myself in a really bad position and you protected me. So thank you. Edward, don't don't worry about it. Uh, I probably miscalculated that situation entirely. I, I just, I don't know. Todd's thoughts about stopping that cult and everything else just, uh, just overwhelmed me and, uh, they, they all needed to end. And, uh, that, that, that's not, it's not usually who I am. Look, I... I don't know what happened with you and Todd, and and I may never know, but... I have to believe that there's a part of him still in you, especially after what you just did. And look, they were crazy cultists. They were fanatics. I mean, they could have hurt people. They probably already have hurt people and look I, whatever you are wh- whoever you are I I just appreciate you protecting me and uh, I owe you one don't worry about it Edward it's, it's fine but I appreciate the sentiment I turn around to look at Clara, Max, and Bellamy, and what do I see on their faces? I am staring at you, just too shocked to speak. Like, you you almost, you probably see a little bit of terror in, in my eyes, but I'm just kind of 
speechless. I do not make eye contact with you. I don't look directly at you. I don't look directly at Watley. Um, basically, I'm just uh, looking at the ground and fidgeting with my hands. Max has a thousand yard stare. Uh, he is seems to be now that now that he feels safe uh, in the basement here, um, away from the situation. Um, he's almost you see him sta- standing there with with Bellamy and and Clara, and he's after you look at him, look him in the eyes, and you, he doesn't seem. He looks in your eyes as well, but he doesn't seem to be quite all there. He goes to the corner and just kind of sits down. I know. I put the gun down on the desk in Clara's office, and I kind of just hold my hands out, like very low to the sides of my body, kind of like in a non-threatening gesture. You have to understand, he hurt Max. And who knows how powerful or or what he could have done. I, I did that to protect you guys. I, I don't, I don't have words right now, Edward. Um, I feel like I don't know you anymore, and that kind of breaks my heart. Um, you've you've always protected us. You've always been that kind of friend. I I just I can't. I I couldn't have shot a kid like that. I, I mean, he's a teen, but I. I I don't know how you... He's a kid. I don't know how you did it. It... He... I mean, we don't even know what he was truly, truly capable of, or if we could have reasoned with him and brought him back around. And you... You didn't hesitate. You you just shot him multiple times. And then... Watley, you... You murdered countless other kids. You killed kids. I don't give a damn who you thought you were protecting. That is not acceptable. I don't know either of you. And it hurts more, Edward. But I don't want to be around either of you right now. Um, so Clara, if there's another room that you could take Maslow and I to, um, you, Max, you guys are welcome there, but you two, you, you stay away. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll show you where we can go. And I'll lead the way out of the room. 
I pick up the puppy and the things, and I make a wide berth around Edward and Watley and follow, and I do not look at them. After they leave the room, Max will get up and look at both of them. Now, Watley, I don't really know you. This could just be what you're all about, with your freaky things. Edward, I'm sorry. I came back to make sure that this never happened, that you never crossed this line. I know you had a mean streak to protect people, that you would be ready and willing to go that distance if if called upon, but I was hoping that I would be here to stop you and do it for you because I've already done it. This is basically a war zone, and I've been there. I've done this. War does change you. They don't know you anymore. They really don't. They're right. You're a different person now. Both of you are. Well, Watley, maybe I don't, I don't know about you, but Edward, you're a different person now. That doesn't mean you can't be friends with them. That doesn't mean you can't get to know them again. But you're a different person now. Taking a life changes you in a very serious way. And when I first did it, you know, I'm all fun and games a lot of the time. But when you willingly take a life like that, it changes you fundamentally to your core. You see things differently. You look at people differently. And even with kids, I've been a part of that too, all right? But it's not easy. You made that choice and I'm sorry I couldn't stop you. I'm sorry I couldn't do that for you. I, tr- I was right there and I didn't do anything and you, you stepped up because I failed you. I failed to keep you the fun knucklehead Ed I always knew and loved when we we were, we were just kids and now now we're something else I'm able to mask who I really am with my goofiness and my my silliness here but uh, you and I were not different anymore and I'm sorry and I will take a pack of smokes and a beer and I will go back outside to sit on the dock behind the bar to sit by myself you're welcome to join me. Both of you, really. It seems like uh, you, Mr. Watley, might be sticking around for a while. You seem to have uh, really gotten us into it. <laughs> Sounds like, you know, old Bellissima used to know you, so that's something. But uh, again, you're different now. You're different in their eyes. Even if you've done that before, even if you've taken a life before with your crazy monster tentacles. It's, you're different now. So, again, I'm sorry. I came here to be that guy for you, and I failed. And he'll walk out. I just slightly nod as Max takes his leave, and, um, I turned to Watley. You have to know that I had to do that. 
that was the only option I had. He could have supernovaed right there and destroyed us all. Right? Nicholas? I, I think... I think you made the right call. It's a difficult call, but... I think the right call. Todd was trying to stop them. It didn't exactly work out, but... Where Todd failed, you succeeded. Well, hopefully. Do you think that it could pass on to somebody else this... Power... Can I roll Mythos to figure that out? You can try anything. Alright. 36. You know that magic has a way of using what it can and surviving. The magic wants to be used. You know, it's it's one of those things, Edward. Once it's out, it's out. But nevertheless, you slowed it down. Bellamy and Clara, you are walking kind of through the bar and there are some televisions on. Max, you're sitting at the dock, and one of the dock workers there has a little radio that he's listening to. And you all hear a report. Come on. In what would have been known as the massacre of Miller and Forth is now the scene of what law enforcement is saying was a massive attempted slaying. While many of the victims have yet to be identified, one of the victims has been identified as Philip Telfay, son of local doula and community volunteer. Mr. Telfay said that he was caught in the crossfire of a fight between local religious communities and was able to administer life-saving aid to some of the injured. Mr. Telfay said, Honestly, I'm glad I was here. If I hadn't been, this could have been known as the massacre of Miller and Forth, but luckily... It's something we can all grow from. Thankfully, I'm a man of faith. I invite all viewers and listeners to join me next Tuesday to learn more about the Fount of the Revenant. Regularly scheduled programming continues on the radio and the news. But each of you recognize that voice because you heard it about 30 minutes ago screaming at the old man and claiming to be the red giant sitting on the dock <laughs> just taking a long drag of a cigarette not really overreacting just quietly under my breath god fucking damn it uh, later not now and I'll keep sitting there. Can I ask a real quick question? Uh, can you clarify what that news story informed the some of the characters of? 
were you saying that they all survived or only some of them survived? The survivors include the boy that you shot point blank multiple times and 30 rascally youth groupers. So there was no deaths. Somebody was able to save them. That's right. The lead guy, Philip, who claims to be of the Fount of the Revenant. Did we ever... did did I catch the lady's last name? Because that's what you mean by that, right? Like totally, like you know, all all cut. But like mm-hmm. when you say Philip Telfay, the the local doula's son. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. My 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 previous scene stance. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to turn to Bellamy and see how she's reacting to that report. Did you just hear what I heard? They all survived. But, I mean, we saw what we saw. We saw the point blank shot and we saw the tentacles and there's no way no no logical way this can't be good right like we're in a lot of trouble everything's going wrong I just I wish we could just reset it all just start all over Why don't we, though? I mean, it worked last time. It brought us all back together. Think it bring Todd back? I, I don't see why not. We don't even know how we did it. Well... We destroyed the island. So, we need that console at Mosada Lago. We have to find a way into that building. If we can find the way in, maybe we can figure out how to do it. Maybe we can bring Todd back. Maybe we can fix it all. Check the library to see where... Maybe there's something in the books about how to get back there. Yeah, maybe there's some hint about how to get in that building. Okay, uh, we should disguise ourselves and go to the library. I mean, I've still got my disguise on. (laughs) There. You know was just me yeah uh max was really good with the disguises before maybe he can uh help you out i mean did you see those shorts (laughs) (laughs) they are the one shining good thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right um i'm gonna get maslow set up 
uh, in this room real quick, and then okay. let's go get Max, and let's do this. Yes. And so that's what we do. <laughs> we go get the dog set up, um, and then we're going to go look for Max. It doesn't take you very long. Once you walk outside, you can kind of just see Max there on the dock because one of the features of the Starfire is that you can get there by foot, by car, by boat, and by seaplane if you have one of those. <laughs> so fancy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Max. Hey, ladies, what's going on? Uh, you know how you helped us all with the disguises? Uh, could yeah. You get, could you get Bellamy uh, set up with something that might work? Yeah, I guess. Hey, uh, I hate to ask. And if you did not hear this, then I will not elaborate. But do you have a radio on at all in your room? Not a radio, but TV. We heard something on the TV about a thing that did not happen. Mm. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Okay, so... Huh. Yeah, I was afraid that... Uh... So, the thing I'm afraid of right now... Bef- yes, disguise. You want to disguise Bellissima. Of course, I will... It set you up with the disguise. There's clearly the cult is still out there doing stuff. If you need to be out and about, I'm not going to stop you. But uh, I think this place might not be as secure as we think. If uh, if that's is that the same doula? Is that the the doula's last name? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, he's it's gonna Eleanor. know. He's gonna know. He's gonna ask. He's going to go home. Uh, hmm. So what do you what do you two got in mind? Well, um. <laughs> we're, we're going to um, go to the library and do some research. Oh, of course. On, yes. Uh, yeah. On, um, Classic D&D move. I love it. Yes, yeah. of course. Go to the library or the yeah. bar. We're already at the bar. Nothing in here. So we got to right. go to the library. Yes, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we're going to try to figure out how to reset the island. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're yep. going to break the island and it's yes. going to reset like it did before and before and before. And we're going to fix everything. Everybody... Then all good back together yes. just yes just like it used to be it'll be fine we'll be we'll be together we'll be good it, it, this this weird cult won't have happened and it'll be... we'll do better yeah right? yeah yes how many times have you had to reset it you said again and again it sounds like it keeps screwing up well the well, books go back a long time yeah but we there's the last time and the time Todd blew up my wedding and um, oh, some other times, <laughs> you know. Well, That's lots, a lot. Lots, lots of resets, but we've done it before. We can do it again, and we can fix it. We can and do better this time. Yes, it'll be fine. How many times have you? I mean, 
Not to be uh, uh, sound a little selfish in this moment, as we're all a bit of in a bit of peril here. But uh, all these times you've reset it, and I've never showed up. Why? Do you know? Why am I back now? Where did you come from? I mean, you weren't on the island before when it reset. Yeah. But you're here now. And so... Where, where were you before? Well... Before, uh, Mind Mom or whatever, whoever the hell she is, uh... Explained that we're basically a, a, a island in an ocean of uh, just just dark, awful shit. Uh, I thought, I thought I had. Uh, I mean, you might as well tell you. You've already seen about as worse as I've seen it. Uh, I had uh, actually, uh, at least what I thought. I had. You know how I used to disappear for weeks, sometimes months at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last time I disappeared for a really long time. Far too long, yep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, though the, the previous times before the really long time was just because ah, I'm a dirtbag. I just I just couch surf and I just kind of explored the world, you know, whatever. But the last time was because I had seen some terrible things happening to some folks in a far off country and I couldn't bear to see it anymore. So I wanted to help. And I knew some people at the docks that could get me over there on a boat. And I want you both to know that by help, I mean I was going over there to fight in their war. They were having a civil war. And I was very much a soldier in that war. They trained me. That's why I know how to use guns. That's why I know how to sneak around. That's why I know how to do all this stuff now. I've killed a lot of people, or at least I think I have. And I like being here with you guys. And if you reset, what if I go away forever again? I I think maybe you didn't reset before because you weren't here before, though. How, where where did I go? What happened to where, me? Why wasn't I here all these times? What if you if it's a reset? Then where, why why was I allowed to leave? And then where did I go? Why did I think I went to some place that doesn't exist? It's something I've been kind of, I just kind of like buried that one down deep inside, yeah. you know, and just was just trying to help you guys out in the meantime. But I'm yeah. kind of out here. I was already dealing with the fact that I just saw a bunch of kids die. And then I hear on the radio that they're not dead through magic, I guess. And I'm like, sure, why not? Let's just go. Let's let's go. You know, let's 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 see where this goes. But I well, don't know. I mean, a real spot hidden. Oh no! All of us. Yep. I'm so bad at it. I got fourteen out of twenty-five. Normal success. I got a 52 out of 46, but I'll spend luck points to make it a normal success. I rolled a 67, under 75, normal success. You all see in the distance a small orange light as it gets very bright. And then it kind of dims a little bit. And you watch as this kind of older 
gentleman in fish waders walks up to you. What do you mean that you saw a lot of kids get killed? We were talking about uh, nightmares that we've had. Roll fast talk. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, I should have shut the hell up. <laughs> oh my. Okay. All right. So I rolled a seven, but oh. I have a. It's a five. It's a seven out of five. So I'm going to spend more luck points. I'm going to go ahead and spend six luck points and get a difficult success. Okay. What's up? <laughs> Nightmares, huh? And he takes another drag of his cigarette. I have a lot of nightmares too, you know. Like, um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to this place. There's like this uh, burger joint just uh, in Midtown. And uh, I was there and I swear, you know those floaty things that came out of the sky? Uh-huh. I, th- I think they're getting sucked into people and giving them powers, you know? Like, weird powers. Why? Why do I know that? Why? Yeah, what, what makes you think that, that that's what's going on? Oh, so I went to this place. Um, anyways, full restaurant. One guy working, and I like to think of myself as kind of a sit in the corner, don't be noticed, uh, speak less, see all kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy was moving around at like crazy speeds, like chopping onions real fast, like, and uh, taking orders to tables real fast, like, and. I just sort of think that the more people talk, the less they see around them. And I don't mm. think anybody else saw that this was a weird thing happening. And uh, when he blinked, like, uh, his eyes were kind of yellow. Huh. And um, it was real weird. That's why I think that the stuff coming out of the sky is getting sucked into people and making them aliens or superheroes or something Um, I really I like going to the movies and stuff I just don't want to live in one you know yeah yeah I hear that I hear that (sighs) weird weird stuff so how do you reset your dreams I was uh, Uh, interested in in that a lot of pills and booze or, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. yoga. Bellamy's Rolinda yoga apparently kind of yeah. helps the mind, you know? Center and calm. It's, mm-hmm. it's real I good. don't believe in none of that shit, and mm. I've been put the plug in the jug many years ago, so. Good f- hey, good for you. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. You just gotta find something that works for you, really. It, it's different for everybody, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like you, you all have done it before. Wait, self-help books helped uh, reset the mind. You know, and anytime something stops working, we we just go get a a different book and, you know, just reset again. 
mm-hmm. try something new, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a war vet, so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I got a lot of, I got a lot of issues and they help me out a lot. Yeah. Which war? Oh, you know, it was more like a conflict, you know, how they just, you know, how the government always is like, oh, well, we're engaged in a conflict. It's not quite a war, but the boys, we just all call it war. Oh, I've kind of been here my whole life, so I don't really know anything about what happens outside. Keep it that way. It's better. Mm-hmm. Is it? Things have been getting worse here. I don't know. Mm. Well, that might get better. Yeah. Well, um, it was real nice talking to you, and I'll, I'll, I'll see you again soon. Edward and Nicholas. You hear someone walk into the room that you both share. And you turn around to see a young man in a red hoodie and some basketball shorts. I immediately go for my gun. Sir, you don't have to do that. Do I recognize this person as the person I shot earlier? Absolutely, you do. I stop from picking up the gun. I look at him. I'm confused. Sir, sir. What the heck just happened? Um, well, sir, um, again, uh, things have been really weird and I'm just growing and I realized that I was on the wrong path. Something, something in me changed. There's a new hope and a new feeling inside of me. And sir, it took being reborn to understand that I am not the destructive force following the supernova. I drink from the fount of the revenant. You, sir. And he gets down on two knees in front of you, Edward, and his head bows down to the floor. Wherever you go, whatever you and your apostle what sir I will I will do I will do it for you just please continue to bless me with this rejuvenated life I arch an eyebrow and look back towards Edward I shake my head and shrug at Watley. Dude, I'm I'm at a loss for words. Uh, that stand up, um, please. Just if you could just stand up so I could talk to you for a moment. Sure, sure, sure. of course. Uh, uh, the- you say stand. I say six foot two. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, just stay right there. 
I look at Watley. Can you make any sense of this? It, font of the Revenant? What? What is he talking about? I arch a finger up and point towards Edward and smile. What, what are you playing at, Nicholas? I, I don't get it. You know what Todd could do, right? What can you do? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just a doctor. I heal people, but that's through medicine. Ask the kid what what the hell just happened. What? Kid, what happened? Sir, I thought that it was all over. And, um... You know, I, I was ready to be a goner, and, and I was. There was nothing after. I was just gone. But then, sir, the bullets, the, the ones that you put in inside of me, sir, I felt more like they were healing implements in your hands. It was so weird, sir. Sir, c- could I like look I just I have a theory a thought I'd like to share it with you uh, I guess could I see your gun ah uh, I <sighs> sir you have seen what that dude does with his stomach so like I'm probably not going to get away with shooting you or him. I, I guess that's fair. Um, okay, here you go. He takes a gun and inspects it. Yeah, so um, I've been taking some AP courses at uh, Miskatonic U, and um, uh, uh, Mr. Bartlett was one of the professors that was kind of helping out, and he was really interested in some of the weird tech, and I kind of figured that this is exactly what it was about. So you see, sir, this is a symbol. Um, I've seen it in several books and stuff, but like, it's supposed to do more, you know, bad stuff to you. And here, look, and he unloads the clip, and you see him as he like pulls these bullets out. See, it's also on these bullets, sir. This this sign. And the sign is really destructive, sir. But you, in particular, you're, you said you're like a doctor, right? But what if you're more than a doctor, sir? What if you can give life? Like, that seems cooler to me than like, boom, you know? I, no, I don't know. So I made the bullets into life-giving bullets? Yeah, I think so. Here, look. And he runs over to a desk, and he just takes a, um, like a 
a little paper cutter or whatever, and he stabs himself in the hand with it, and there's just blood gushing. And he goes, if I'm right about this theory, then this bullet should hurt more, right? Like I should be able to grip it, and it's gonna make it worse. When normally for a normal person, like when they grip this, it would do nothing. It would just be like, that's stupid. Put a Band-Aid on it. Okay, so here we go. And he takes this bullet with this strange sign on it and he just places it on his bloody hand. And you watch as this wound opens up into his wrist and his arm and he drops the bullet and he goes, okay, sir, 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 could you, um, would you maybe just like pick up that bullet and you put it in my hand, please? Because now this has become extremely painful. Why'd you cut off your hand? I, oh my God. Um, yeah. It's not off. Sir. Oh, well, I can see that. No, I. It's just an expression. Um. Okay. And I go and grab the bullet, and I cover his hand with my hand. When you touch the bullet and you put it on the wound, it's just as he says. There's these restorative powers that you're imbuing in this bullet. And see, sir, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of tool it is, whether it's a gun or a screwdriver or whatever. Sir, I think you are on to something. I think that if you, like, harnessed this, you could, like, heal everyone. Like, what if nobody died anymore because of, like, disease? What if, like... We all got to live on St. Paxton and just keep on going. What if we were all hundreds of years old? Wouldn't that be cool? And you could do that, sir. I lift my hand up. Is his wound completely healed? Completely healed. There is some blood but there's no actual broken skin. Sir, I'm having a meeting of my youth group on Tuesday, and I would really appreciate it if you would come and be our, our guest speaker. I know that all of my friends would be extremely excited to, to get to meet you. I know we were following the wrong path before, but we have corrected our ways, sir. And if you would... If you would just teach us what you know, then we will, we will heal this island and make it whole, you know? Like, no one ever has to worry about, like, back pain anymore. Boom! We have a sticky note with a sign on it, and we're going to heal you up. And you sprain your ankle? Good. Uh, we can fix you. No big deal. And, you know, like, no more long-term diseases and stuff. And doesn't that, uh, sir, just thinking about it seems really cool. And, like, it would be free for everyone. Doesn't that sound good? Like, it doesn't cost us anything. What are we going to do? Like, we, we could turn all of these weapons, instead of weapons of destruction, sir, we could turn them into implements of healing. And you could be the leader of that. Uh, hold on. Uh, what was your name? Oh, my name's Philip. Uh, Philip Telfay. Okay. Sorry, sir. I'm... 
Look, Philip, I, I think you're getting ahead of yourself. Um, I don't even know how that just happened. Like, I've never healed anybody like that before. I mean, I mean, yes, I've sewn limbs back onto bodies and I've, you know, brought people back from the brink of death, but I've never touched somebody and healed their hand. And I, I, I don't know if I can transfer these powers to other people like you said or to implements um Watley help me out here sir why why are all of the adults always why are all of these adults always telling us like you got to believe in yourself have a dream do a thing and then like when when I tell them finally like hey I've got a dream and it might be possible they're like I don't know uh, no Phillip, no look I think you're on the right path here it's just way harder for adults to accept that there are many possibilities, which I say while narrowing my gaze at Edward. Ah, I, you're right. I, I've seen a lot. So of So you'll things. come to my youth group on Tuesday. Uh, yes, yeah, of course. Um, okay, here's the address, and he writes it down on a piece of notebook paper and hands it to you. Tuesday. 7.30 p.m. sharp. Um, I'll probably be like a Q&A style type thing. Um, and we might try and see if maybe like how we can best get you to make some healing balls or something. Oh, I said balls. Sorry, sir. Um, healing implements. That sounds better. Yeah, let's just stick with healing implements for now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um... I guess that's it. It was mostly just me inviting you to my youth group. I, oh, okay. I will see you then. Okay. Thank you, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it okay if I just call you the Fount of the Revenant, or do you want to be called something else? Uh, let's just stick with Edward. That'll be just fine. Okay. That is less exciting. And he walks out. What just happened? <laughs> well, Did it seems to me that a uh, kid just wandered into your secret room here. But no, that's fine. Let's not ask any questions about that. I just shot him four times. He was dead, Nicholas. Like, yes, it, that no, you're actually right. Uh, him coming back to life and then finding us here in... Clara's secret lair. That's kind of odd, but I just healed his hand. Did you, did you see that? Yeah, I was standing right here. What? This day is just getting stranger and stranger. Um, should we, uh, I don't know. Maybe we should leave. Clara and Bellamy alone for now, but maybe we should get together with Max and take him up on that cigarette. I can use that right now. You know, it appears to me that whenever you guys separate, bad things happen. I don't know why you guys separate at all. <sighs> that's... I... That's something Todd always would say. It's... It's kind of weird that you brought that up um you're right we should 
never split the party. Let's let's go meet up with everybody else and and hopefully I can try to fix this. Will you help me? Of course. I put my hand on his shoulder and I kind of stare into Watley's eyes and smile and then I nod at him and start heading out. I will pick up the gun and clip. Max, uh, I think I'll take you up on that cigarette. Oh, Clara, um, Bellamy, it... If you want me to leave, I will definitely understand. Um, I just... Something happened right now, and... I don't know. I I don't even know what to say. Well, um, it turns out that you're lucky because that kid that you tried to murder along with the other children that Watley tried to murder all survived. So at this point, technically, you're not a cold-blooded killer. So that's good. The cold blooded attempted killer. (laughs) (sighs) So good news. Yeah, so. As it turns out, there's slightly more to it than that. Oh, great. It appears the cult has replaced whom they're worshiping from Todd to Edward. Ah, crap. I'm sorry, what? What? After he tried to kill them, they want to worship him now? Makes sense to me. I mean, they all wanted to go up in a fiery explosion, and then the guy that actually ended them, they're like, (sighs) and they survived? Yeah. Yeah, whatever, sure. Yeah. Yeah. These kids need a hobby. This no. <laughs> yeah, it's just can we can we buy them some skateboards? That they can, yeah, these kids need to follow a different cult. All right. I'm gonna buy them. Hey, does it? Hey, does anyone have a VHS copy of Jesus Christ Superstar on this island? I'm gonna pop that in there. I'll give them something to do. <laughs> so, Philip, the the boy that I am. Um, that I killed. Yeah, my friend's son. He actually just came to me in in your office, Clara. Um, which, by the way, uh, That's... we might be compromised. What? I think we might need somewhere else to stay. Jimmy That's doesn't what I let thought. anybody in other than us. Jimmy's losing his touch. Uh, I don't know. Mm, we need to check on Jimmy. I don't think it's the problem with Jimmy. But um, I, I need to show you guys something. Um, Watley, you, let me see the gun. Uh, I'm still injured, Edward. by the way. Don't forget, I'm injured. Are you, you I'm injured. You really <laughs> shouldn't oh, leave I'm injured. things like this <laughs> lying around. And I hand it back to him. What? I place the clip into the gun. 
I pull back what? the chamber. What are you what? doing? Okay, hold on. Look, I I know what we've been through, and I know what this looks like, but... Yeah. I'm still <laughs> Edward, and I are need you, though? you... Yes. Oh, boy. Max, I'm still Edward uh-huh. from the block. You know me. Buddy, what did we just talk about in there, all right? Just because the kid lived doesn't... You made a choice. You're different now. You're not the same. <sighs> just give the gun to Max. Watley, you trust me, right? Absolutely. I shoot him in the leg. <gasps> Edward! What the fuck, Edward? What the hell, man? That's loud! What? What is wrong with you? I immediately place my hand over the bullet hole. And then I pull my hand off. And the wound is gone. See? Okay, just because you can heal people doesn't mean you can go around shooting them. You've you've healed before. Edward. I don't- yeah, you need to stop shooting people. At the hospital. <laughs> so ridiculous. Sorry. So good, though. <laughs> I call this gun the pharmacist because the bullets are pills and they make you feel better. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so. All right. I have a. Sorry, I have a quick question, if that's okay. Um, So, all the other... I think all the other characters have previously been... Had a decision where they would forget the previous reality and focus on this one. And Clara hasn't had that yet. So, I'm assuming I remember Edward healing. That's right. You are the unlucky one in the group. Uh, I also have Um, not... Okay. I couldn't have that choice. Mm-mm. All right. So, Clara, you are the unlucky one in the group, meaning you get fewer choices on what you choose to, to let go of, right? Like you are burdened with remembering it all. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I'm clear on what I remember. Yeah. We just have a couple of high luck characters. <laughs> Which normally, if you are taking notes on how to GM this game, that's just a me rule. That is not a book rule. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've healed people in the hospitals, but I look at... There's no hole. Like, I just shot him and it's gone. Yeah, I know. You've, you've had magical healing powers before. When my eye got sucked out by a monster, you you helped the wound... And you can't replace the eye, but you, you helped heal me. You've had life sucked out of you and gotten young again. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, no I'm reason s- to shoot people. <laughs> That's I'm, all I'm trying to say. As you say that, you remember the feeling of losing control and what it felt like when you couldn't think clearly and Twiggy thought clearly and you (laughs) thrust your hand into your friend Todd 
which was ultimately the catalyst for his demise. So, thanks for that reminder. I hear what you're saying, <laughs> but does Clara not have an enormous amount of empathy for Edward and what he's gone through? I'm sorry, I don't have these memories, but I I believe you. I believe these things have happened. Uh, after today, I have to believe. Sorry, I'm just so shook right now. I... Seriously, I've... you're all founders and you can't remember? Is that, is that what happens every time? Except for Clara here? What's a founder? <laughs> uh, hmm. Let's see. Clara, uh, do you recall what your special ability is? Yeah, I can turn invisible. And Edward, you just figured out that you can heal. Bellamy yeah. can control water. Mm -hmm. And, well, I don't know that Max can do anything. Hey, hey, fuck wow. you, buddy. From Whoa. that aspect, Max, calm down. He As Max says this, you all feel this, like, rumbling underneath you as, like, the gravel just kind of trembles. And you can tell that he is legitimately pissed. And perhaps the ground beneath him is pissed off, too. But it's an indication that maybe something needs to be explored. Did you guys just feel that? Or maybe he does have something. Yeah, that's right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, listen, look at these shorts. I got a fine ass. That's my superpower. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> All right? You and your tall goth ass. Fuck off. You all have these abilities. Todd had explosion. And now they've replaced Edward as their... I, I, maybe not deity, but the object of worship. His ability. Yeah, I've been invited to a youth group. Oh, be careful with that. You're a... You're uh -huh. a you're, Listen, buddy. They kind of never trust a youth group. I learned that back in my time in Northview. Okay, don't trust a youth group. And that's where we're gonna call it. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry we're running so late tonight, but let's take a knee real fast. Yes, we'll yeah. take a knee. Thank you, stream. Bye, stream. Bye, stream. Bye. Thank Bye, stream. you. Bye. <laughs> The opening and closing theme of Welcome to St. Paxton, The Promenade, was made by Rob Anderson. Find him on Twitter at PotentiallyRob. This episode was edited by Veronica and produced by Hiroshi. Find them at Typically Veronica and Maybe Hiroshi. Click the link in our bio to join our Discord and follow the show at St. Paxton Podcast and the rest of the crew as well. Mike is at One Gaming Lane. Fred is at I Think I'm Fred. Steph is at Starlit Firefly. Stace is at Definitely Stacy. And Ben 
is at Ben Stonic. The podcast art is made by Evan Mitchell. Find out more about them at their podcast for whom the dice roll. Go to our website, CAFpodcast.com, to find some hidden gems and behind-the-screens info. And if you want to support the show, please share us with your friends. Leave a five-star review on your podcast player of choice. And if you really feel like it, you can always back us on Patreon at patreon.com slash CAFpodcast. If you like our work, then please check out some of the other great geekly content, like Greetings Adventures, Brute Force, or Dear Internet. I think anyone who's committed to a creative endeavor for an extended period of time, they get a sense of pride when people respond to their work positively. And really, we've been extremely lucky that we've had so many people over the years comment and thank us for the work that we do. And some people have decided to even go above and beyond. People like Chris Culver, who have backed us at Patreon and Chris, all of our patrons, thank you so much. It truly does mean the world to us. Guys, so okay, the password that you all agreed was the password was not the password I remember. You were thinking oh, murder, no, weren't shit. you? I was thinking it was murder. That was my hot <laughs> password. <laughs> so I'm really glad that you guys remembered because uh, I was yeah. like, oh, huh. <laughs> that went differently than I thought it was going to go. <laughs> I just keep on like scratching at the scab that Edward has. <laughs> I love how in this in this in this world that resets and starts over and all this stuff and like we're the constants and you know there's other people that are there but like maybe perhaps everything off the island is made up is that in our collective consciousness DMX is real. He has made several albums. <laughs> mm-hmm. I appreciate that yes. as someone that celebrates DMX April. Thank you for <laughs> qualifying my belief system. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I'm not sure what Watley Sanity is at, but I'm sure that a 94 is probably over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of sucks, too, because I feel like Clara should have failed that personally more so than Watley. No, it's great. Seeing Edward do that. I have never been happier. Oh, no. God, I can't only. Oh my God! What if Watley goes totally AWOL and it is crazy? Oh no! Oh no! no, no. Oh, no. Don't give her ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Sh- <sighs> oh. <laughs> when the screen is bright, that means she's looking at extra things. I don't know. I mean, look. I- <sighs> execution style of a little boy. I mean, let's let's all just remember he just became a flaming ball of effigy. Like he obviously has supernova yes, powers. Right. I've been hearing everybody talking about this. Listen, I've seen a lot of yeah. newspapers print stories that he was no angel, okay? Yeah. He stole a pack of gum once, according to the way... Okay, I'm gonna stop right there. Totally forgot about my my sweet my sweet hardened talent for uh, those playing at home. Nice.
<laughs> God. Especially a 94. Like, it's not even close. <laughs> I have nine luck points left. Oh, my God. <laughs> you still need to refresh. Oh, my God. Well, sh- shit, I was, like, afraid to take the teen over, and I had 32. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> Y'all, I'm just saying that sometimes my rolls really support where I want to go in the story, oh, yes. and I just rolled a one. No. So, oh, but it's in- like oh. in this in this game, lost roll good. <laughs> that's as good as it gets. What's uh, Watley's first name? Nicholas. Nicholas. I forgot that was his first name <laughs> until just now. <laughs> These kids need a hobby. This no. Yeah, it's just can we can we buy them some skateboards? They can have we, a it, hobby. It's called youth group. <laughs> These kids need Jesus. They, they oh, can, yeah, these kids need to follow a different cult. All right. I'm gonna buy them. Hey, does it? Hey, does anyone have a VHS copy of Jesus Christ Superstar on this island? I'm gonna pop that in there. I'll give them something to do. <laughs> that Passion of the Christ is, isn't available yet. It's the '90s. There's no DVDs. Yeah. I don't think they put that one out on VHS. Oh wait, maybe they did. Um, I gotta get on eBay now. I shoot him in the leg. Edward! What the fuck, Edward? What the hell, man? That's loud. What What is wrong? The dock worker here the whole time. Oh, you stopped it. It's like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What'd you do if he was still there? Hold on. Hold on. Just kidding. Okay, okay, no, okay, okay. Yeah. You'd be like, I, I saw a fish. It was big. I shot it. Go on. <laughs> yeah. 